You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. 61 seconds left. No timeouts. Jones under pressure. Can't have that. Sacked at the 19. There's the big play we've been waiting for on defense for the Chiefs from Chris Jones. The killer. You cannot take a sack in that moment. And credit Chris Jones for, at the end of the game, having some left in the tank. Welcome on in. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Tuesday morning. And sometimes we come on and we say we have a loaded show. Today, we really, I mean, this is a loaded show. We've got a lot today. Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge on the World Series. We'll get you set for game six tonight. How we're playing it. Brian Scalabrini, Odyssey NBA Insider on the NBA next hour. As the early season trends are out there now to dive into. And Ryan Williams from FanDuel and Number Fire on the NFL also next hour. A ton to get into. We're going to throw some people in jail today. We're going to look ahead to week nine in the NFL. We start with a little reaction here to last night, Monday Night Football, the Giants cover. The Giants could have won that game. The Chiefs did not play well again. Boy, though, I mean, that Giants team stinks. The coach is a whiner. Every time they lose, there's a problem. This time it's the headsets. Daniel Jones plays well in Spurs, so he does not go over the rushing prop last night, which I was very upset about. I cast the Giants plus 10.5, did not cast the rushing prop. Joe O, Kansas City wins, but... I don't think people feel much better about Kansas City today. Yeah, I was going to say, if the Giants stink, what does that say about the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, they're brutal. The last two full years, nearly, uh, they, they cannot cover a point spread. Why are we not just fading them every single week? You know, as you were introducing the show, and I hear that highlight, and we're talking about jail, and I can't wait for that segment later on. I, I, I thought about putting Daniel Jones in jail. I mean, how do you take multiple sacks on that series you got one shot dude you got no timeouts it was that was a bad football for most of the night you think okay it's not a great matchup we've got a double digit spread here but at least you get to watch pat mahomes you don't do that anymore with that mm-hmm. offense you don't do that uh the end of jones rushing uh prop never came close one of the few games uh, where that did not get home for him, but uh, we did call it a Tyreek night. It was, man. Tyreek, he had 18 targets in the game, 18 wow. targets. So he went over the receptions early in the second quarter. He went over the yards. I believe that happened in the second half. He also got into the end zone. But um, one thing that you just can't get past here is now Pat Mahomes is up to 13 turnovers on 10 interceptions, and as a team, they have 19. That is four more than anybody else in the NFL. I was thinking instead of uh, Daniel Jones' anytime touchdown, I should have just parlayed a Pat Mahomes interception with my Tyreek Hill parlay. Some people did that. I think Jill did that. Why didn't I do it? It was just there for me. We knew it was going to happen. I mean, this Chiefs team is, you cannot be confident betting on them. And you look at their upcoming schedule, they should not be favorites much at all. Um, And you mentioned how bad they are against the spread. It's like a team just living off reputation and name recognition at this point. And, you know, this point in the season, you apparently are not watching the NFL if you still are thinking that they're going to cover or are still a good team from what we've seen the past couple seasons because it just doesn't look good at all. So they're two and six now against the spread Kansas City. The only team they covered against is the Washington football team 
uh, one of the two teams, right? One of the two teams they covered against. And Washington has only covered once all year. So the, one of their covers is against the worst covered team in the NFL. I mean, that it's really been – I mean, you guys said it, right? You can't trust this team. Well, here's what you could trust. Against the Chiefs, right? Take the other side of the Chiefs game, yeah. and you're mostly right. I think they covered against the Eagles and Washington. That's it. That Those are their only covers this year. And the, even the Eagles won. That was – you know, fairly close. They were they were comfortably ahead, but they barely were covering until the end. They got one touchdown to put it over. Like, they just – it's impossible to bet on the Chiefs. And Last I kept th- thinking, like, when are they going to turn it around? We know how bad they are against the spread, and it's like, oh, one of these weeks, they're going to – they're going to – yeah, they're going to cover. Nope. Yep. Last 19 games, 3-15-1 against the spread. <laughs> I repeat, wow. 3 15 and one against the spread. It's not just this year. Now, uh, earlier on throughout the, I'd say the first five, six weeks, you guys were kind of laughing at me because I didn't want to give up on the chiefs. Now, the one reason is, is because statistically in the first month, even though they didn't look as impressive, the defense still terrible. The offense was there. The offense isn't there anymore. I mean, Travis Kelsey had a horrendous game last night, horrendous game. And if once you start breaking down some of these numbers and what we've seen over the last month, like the first month, very different from the second month. That's what I find most fascinating. Uh, we're at five yards per play in three of the last four games. I mean, that's that's bottom of the league. When you see Chiefs in yards per play, you're, we're used to seeing like eight, at least eight, nine throughout the entire season. That has not been the case. Mike Sando tweeted out last night, offensive EPA per game ranks. Weeks one through four, the Chiefs were number one in the NFL. Weeks five through eight, they're number 25 with the bottom. I I don't know what exactly is going on, but it's not just all about the turnovers. No, you're right. It's it's, not sustaining offense. And I think there's a blueprint now. And until Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid you know, adjust. I, I don't know how this changes. The blueprint is pretty clear. We're dropping the safeties back. You're not making any plays down the field. It's everything underneath, and they're forcing Mahomes to be patient. And with that offensive line, he gets impatient because he's feeling pressure. He's moving around. He's getting himself in trouble. He's not playing really well right now. Um, yards per play so far this season, Joe, when you add it all together, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the Chiefs are at 6.0, which is still right at the bottom of the top 10. But the way they're trending, if you look at the difference between, let's say, the middle of the pack, which is Indianapolis, right. Washington, they're another week or two of poor offensive play for being a middle-of-the-pack offense. Like, Aaron, could you ever imagine when the season started us saying the Chiefs middle-of-the-pack offense? Like, I never thought we'd no, say that. No, they were like Super Bowl favorites. Everyone was talking about how, oh, can't wait to see the Chiefs. This has been so disappointing. I blame... Patrick Mahomes' brother and TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think anyone could have predicted this, though. No. Last, this far into three. the season, though. I, yeah. So last night I made a joke. At, my daughter said, you know, on my Instagram, hey, take the Giants plus 10 and a half. People were DMing me like, that's ridiculous. Have you not been paying attention to what the Chiefs are no. doing? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because we see – a guy that we said is a Hall of Famer, and maybe he is, that we said is, you know, going to win all these rings and just to cut that loose right now, but you have to. And they're the outlier. They're the team. Like, if they had any other logo on their helmet, wouldn't we have, like, 
ditch them already, like push them to the side. But because it's Pat Mahomes, we, we just have a hard time because we've seen him do it so many times that he can turn it on. Like, like there's still a part of me. Um, well, I understand many are saying, hey, guys, it's eight weeks. It's time to wake up. These Chiefs, the 2021 Chiefs, are not what we saw in the past. There is a part of me that thinks that they can get it together. There is so much football left. And they are a favorite to still make the playoffs. I don't know that they should be. Well, you know, two, two things on that. One, if you look at the AFC, and we kind of touched on this yesterday, right? They won. So now there's eight, there's 11 teams in the AFC that have uh, at least four wins. Okay, they're one of them. And they're mm-hmm. in that mix with the Chargers, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Browns, and the, and the Broncos, okay? Of those teams, only the Patriots point differential stands out at plus 42. The other ones... Minus 10 Pittsburgh, minus five the Chargers, minus 12 Kansas City, plus three Cleveland, plus 20 Denver. They're really no different. Here's the thing. They're not dead, right? They could certainly turn this around. But, no. but you know what we've learned? They're they're like these teams. Maybe yeah. their upside is higher, but they're like they're in this group of like, I don't know, blah, they AFC sh- They shouldn't be 10 and a half point favorites again That's anytime no. soon. We are not going to see that again. And, and that was well, not about the Giants. That was not about the Giants last night. That was squarely on the Chiefs. I mean, Aaron, I'm glad you gave it out. I, we talked about it on the show. That was a gift. I mean, that was a gift. Ten, ten and a half points with a. I mean, the Giants are bad, but they're not Texans well, you bad, were, right? They're you not were the Lions bad. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was easy. I mean, if, if if it was the Lions or the Texans, that's different. Those teams are are horrendous. The Giants are not in that mix, right? They're like Washington. They're they're like those teams. They're like they're not very good. Um, but boy. The Chiefs win, but I don't think anyone feels better about them right now. So looking ahead here, next week the Packers they lost to the Chiefs. Like they're they're aren't they like in the middle? Like look at the teams they've yeah. lost to. They lost to Baltimore, Chargers, Bills, Titans. They lost to the good teams. They beat the mm-hmm. bad ones. Giants, football team, Eagles, and I don't know whatever we want to call the Browns. But that's what they are right now. What yeah. does it say You're- about the football team? Gosh, are the Giants better than the football team? Maybe. I think they're pretty. They're pretty even. <laughs> they're very equal. Yeah, they're pretty even. Really doesn't matter. Yeah, after the Cowboys. Listen, I'm used to covering the NFC East, so that intrigues me. <laughs> yes, I think they're evenly bad. Um, all right, so next week, <laughs> let's let's look ahead here. Week nine, and we'll dive into week nine games we already like and and, and numbers we're interested in already. Uh, coming up later in the show, the Packers and the Chiefs on Sunday from Arrowhead. Obviously, Green Bay's coming in with the extra rest off the Thursday night game last week. That number right now is – are we looking at Chiefs minus one? Is that our number right now? Chiefs one-point favorite. Uh, where are we looking? <laughs> right? Is that FanDuel on, on FanDuel On FanDuel this morning, it's Chiefs minus one. Have you seen oh. it uh, somewhere else at and a different another number? Another book had it flipped. Just okay. the opposite as the Packers so, plus one. Um, or, sorry, uh, the Packers were a favorite. But So, yeah, I guess it did change back now. So if FanDuel. we look at if we look at Vegas, the majority still have the the Chiefs favored, and there is I only see the mirage at the spot that has the Packers as one point favorites. But it's early out in Vegas right now at, at six a.m. I don't know that all of them uh, have updated all of the odd screens there. So that'll be interesting to watch because the market's going to settle somewhere. Uh, I, what do you guys think it should be? What what would well, which team would you make the favorite right now? With without knowing the status of Devontae Adams, I mean that's the thing. These these books are throwing up um, throwing up right. numbers, and we saw how much the line moved with all of those injuries the Packers had, and 
they won in spite of all that last week. Uh, if Devontae Adams is ready to go, I'd make the Packers a two or two and a half point favorite in the game. And I believe that's what it was yet yeah, early yesterday or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Or no, it was Chiefs even... minus two and a half yesterday. Oh, Chiefs. So minus, yeah, down. so Packers minus two and a half. So right. I like that. That sounds about right. I was wondering what you think um, about maybe teasing it up. Packers yep. plus, yeah. Um, I think, and, and... honestly, I I don't think it's the worst idea in the world to use to price shop with different books because the legal books in Illinois, some are minus one KC, some are minus one Green Bay, to get plus seven and di- different teasers on different books. Go take Green Bay plus seven where you can. Yep. Take KC plus seven where you can. Yeah, I like that. So we'll talk more about week nine games we, we like coming up in the show. Yesterday, and we'll probably get more of it today. I'm not sure if a bigger name will move, but today is the NFL trade deadline, 4 p.m. today. So we might have more to react to tomorrow. But we did get a pretty big one yesterday. Von Miller traded from the Denver Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third round picks in next year's draft. Um, now the Rams sit at plus 330. They are we basically even with the Bucks to win the NFC to be NFC champions. Bucks plus three ten, Rams plus three thirty after the deal. I gotta say before we get into the impact, I love that the Rams are always trying. I mean, we, we live in a in a sports world now where everyone yeah. thinks big picture. Like I gotta I gotta think for the future, and everyone always waits for the Rams to fall off a cliff. They haven't. They do a good enough job at the back of drafts and with their depth that they get by, despite the fact they just give away picks after picks. I like they try. I do think Denver got good value, though, for a guy that was probably going to leave anyway. Yep, expiring contract. And they got some value because they, they're paying a lot of it. I mean, yes. that, that's, that's they the big for deal picks. there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to be on the fence about the Rams. At this point, where they are as an organization, they've taken a stand, which I can respect. There are way too many orgs out there that – Okay, we're not rebuilding. We're not rebuilding. Well, your actions are telling me something else. It's like they just can't. They just can't pick a lane. At least the Rams know what they are, and they push pushed all their chips to the center of the table. We're going all in. You know what? We don't know what these second and third round picks down the line are going to be. I know what Von Miller is right now. I I, I think I know what a Va- motivated Von Miller trying to get his last championship and going to maybe the most talented team in the NFL, I know what he's going to bring to the table in our NFC playoff dreams where we can represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So I like that, and I get that. You are putting Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same defense. Von Miller himself. Jalen Ramsey. Von Miller himself won a Super Bowl. I know we're not getting that Von Miller, but, man, when you've got Donald there, and Jalen Ramsey, whoo, this is – And Wait, wait, the Rams going to make your top five, guys? I don't know. They have to now. They have they're, to. In. they're in. They're in. No question. And the Rams are playing the Titans without Derrick Henry. The Titans about to sign Adrian Peterson. Oh, man, this is a tough spot for the Titans right now. It is. Love the deal. It reminds me of when uh, the Broncos got to Marcus Ware at the end of his career to pair with a young Von Miller, and they won a championship. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with his BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. On the other side, Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge. Let's talk some World Series Game 6 tonight down in Houston right here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.